Welcome to the Great Detectives of Old Time Radio. From Boise, Idaho, this is your host, Adam Graham. If you have a comment, email it to me, box13 at greatdetectives.net. Follow us on Twitter at Radio Detectives and become one of our friends on Facebook, facebook.com slash radiodetectives. I do want to encourage you to check out our other podcast. Uh, in particular, The Amazing World of Radio. Go over to amazing.greatdetectives.net. And uh, we are in the midst of our summer series. And each week we're posting a different episode from a summer replacement series. We've already played a sitcom a military drama, and a music-slash-spoken-word program. Just a great variety, and you can also check out all of our previous series, including our Summer of Angela Lansbury, Top Secret, and our Summer of Bogart. Just go to amazing.greatdetectives.net, and you can see all of our other podcasts, including otrsuperman.com, The War, Public Domain Video Theater, and can reach them through a simple link, at the top of our website at greatdetectives.net. Well, now it is time for today's episode of The Fat Man. The original air date is July the 7th, 1955, and the title is Murder Makes a Broken Heart. There he goes into that drugstore. He's stepping on the scales. Weight, 239 pounds. Fortune, danger. Who is it? The Fat Man. a broken heart. This one began on a Monday morning down at the office. I was expecting a couple of checks in the mail, so I came in early. As I got off the elevator, I spotted a dame standing in front of my door. Only she wasn't just standing, she was trying to reach through the mail spot and fish out some of my letters. Naturally, I grabbed her. Oh, let me go, please. What's the idea, monkeying with the mail? I, I wasn't trying to steal anything. No? What were you doing? Oh, just, just looking for your letters. That's a bad habit for a young girl like you. Well, it, it isn't a habit. I've, I've never done it before. Then why did you start? What are you after? Nothing. I, I'm not sure it was mail. Come on, honey. Which one? The one with the check in it? No. It was just a letter. What did you want it for? I didn't want it. But you didn't want me to have it either, right? Well, I... Who was it from? Oh, Mr. Barnett. Who? Mr. Barnett, he owns the jewelry store. Never heard of him. Well, it isn't really important. I... Important enough for you to break the law. Come on inside, kid. I want to know what this is all about. But, but inside, I... I said. That's the idea. What are you going to do with me? Find out if you're telling the truth. How? This letter will prove it. Don't open this, Mr. Runyon, please. I... Why not? Because I... I'll tell you what's inside. Go ahead. Well, I... I don't know the exact words, but I... Go ahead. Well, Mr. Barnett wants you to help him. 
You think she's being robbed down at the store? Um. Well, that's all. He wants you to find out if it's the cashier who's stealing the money. And you don't want me to find out. Is that it? No. Because I'm the cashier. Let me get this straight, Mr. Barnett. You've never missed any jewelry or precious stones? No, no, just money. Taken from the cash register. That's right. It's stolen in very small amounts, a dollar here, a dollar there, and on a big day, as much as ten. You know how it's done? Yeah. By ringing up the wrong amount on the cash register. You see, she rings up eight dollars on a ten-dollar purchase. Uh, and all she has to do is to pocket the difference. But why would anybody steal a two-dollar bill with all these diamonds around? That's what I can't understand. I know she's not a crook, but but I can't trust her anymore. I don't blame you. Anybody else work in the store? Just a clerk. But I'm sure he's not stealing the money. Why? Because it's been missing on his day off. I see. You're sure she's the one who's stealing it? Positive. I've seen her slip the bills into her bag. Then why did you write me? Why don't you call the police and have her arrested? I would, Mr. Runyon. Except for one thing. What? She's my daughter. You own this car, mister? Why, yes. Okay, get in. I want to talk to you. What's the idea? Get in and I'll tell you. Tell me right here. Who are you? The fat man, Brad Runyon. Oh. A private detective? Yeah. Well, what do you want? An explanation. You're a clerk in Mr. Barnett's store, aren't you? That's right. Then maybe you'll tell me why his daughter is stealing money for you. You're crazy. Am I? She just left a $20 bill for you in the glove box of this car. What do you mean? Don't play dumb. I saw her do it. There. Look at that. It's a 20, isn't it? Yes. There must be some mistake. Stop the noise. It's your car and you're the one she's giving the dough. But I'm not. Then what's the 20 doing here? That's what I'd like to know. She borrowed it from me less than an hour ago. Headquarters never did you no favors, Runyon. Oh, uh, you got some dope for me on that clerk. No, not a thing on him, but Dugan's been trailing that girl for you. And? Yeah, he traced a call she made from a drugstore. Well, what's so wonderful about that? The guy she called. He's an ex-con. Who? Dave Morey. Did a stretch two years ago for swiping a bracelet, but he's laid low ever since. Is he young? Yeah, young enough to take money from a woman and plenty good-looking, too. Sounds like the boy I'm looking for. Got the address? Yeah, 215 Hastings Street. Thanks, Mac. I'm going right up there. Yeah, who is it? Open up and you'll find out. Now, what's the big idea? What do you want? Dave Morey. Does he live here? Who wants to know? A friend of his, Brad Runyon. Ah, oh, beat it, Platford. I can smell you guys a mile off. Then hold your nose, because I'm coming in. Hey, not so fast. Give me room, cutie, or I'll run you over. Hey, let me go, let me go. Okay. <laughs> I just wanted to get in. That's no trick for a steamroller. Never mind. Is this your dump or Maury's? Both. I'm his sister. Then what are you trying to hide? Why didn't you let me in? Because I don't like cops. Private or otherwise. Why not? You know why. They're always snooping around. Like you. They won't leave us alone. Maybe they've got a good reason. No, maybe they haven't. Dave, he's trying to go straight. Does he have to try? Oh, you're kidding. 
You know he did a strike. That's why he can't get started. That's why he can't get a job. Okay, okay. Where is he? You leave him alone. I'm not touching him. I just want to know where he is. Inside on the bed. He's asleep. No wonder he can't get a job. Ah, shut up, you big ape. He's sick. What's the matter with him? Lots of things. His lungs, mostly. That's why it's costing us so much dough for the doctor's bills. Where are you getting it? None of your business. You're getting it from Barnett's daughter. But what if we are? It's got to come from somewhere. Not the old man's pill. Besides, it's a crummy trick to make that kid steal it. Nobody asked her to steal. She and Davy are in love with each other, and the old man can't see it. So they're meeting each other on the sly, eh? And she's slipping him money for the doctor's bill. That's it? Well, it's a nice story. But I'll have to see Davy to believe it. Why? Because a guy with bad lungs doesn't have much use for anything like this rowing machine. Oh, but that's mine. Cut it out, sweetheart. I'm going to see Davy. No, no, don't go in there. Stop me. <laughs> I thought so. He isn't here. That story you told me stinks. No, I don't. Most of it's true. Then why did you have to lie? Because I wanted to find out how much you knew. About Davy and the girl? No, about Mr. Barnett. What do you mean? There's something funny's going on. Davy's seen the girl on the sly, like I told you, and he's lying to her about being sick. But I can't figure out what he's up to with Mr. Barnett. How do you know he's up to anything? Oh, he must be. He's out with Barnett right now. All right, Davy. This is where you get out. Right. Don't worry about your daughter, Mr. Barnett. I'm leaving town the first thing tomorrow morning. And she'll never see me again. That's my word. Good. You'd better keep it. I will. So long, Mr. Barnett. So long. Pretty happy, aren't you, Davy? Huh? You and Mr. Barnett must have hooked up something good. Peter Walrus, I don't talk to strangers. You'll talk to this one. Yeah? Oh, oh you little punk, come back here. Come back here, I said. I'll catch you for taking me in a shit. That's the last thing I ever do. Oh! Oh, you low heel. What did you throw at me? My handcuffs. I had to do something to slow you up. You're too fast for me. I didn't have to break my back. I didn't. I just knocked you down. Now get up off the sidewalk and talk to me like a man. I'll pick up those cuffs, baby. Okay, okay. You know who I am. Like that, it's pretty obvious you ain't Slim Callahan. What do you want, fat man? A couple of honest answers. Can you give them to me? Why should I? Because I'll push your face in if you don't. Okay. What were you doing with Barnett? Nothing. Just give me a lift. That's for stalling, Davy. Now, let's get to the point. What were you doing with Barnett? Well, we were talking about his daughter. He don't want me to see her anymore. How did he find out you were seeing her? She told him. Told him the whole thing about the money she was giving me and everything. Go ahead. That's all there is. He said he'd kill me if I didn't lay off seeing her. So I'm leaving the first thing in the morning. How much did he pay you? Nothing. Come on, come on. I know the game you are playing. You went after the money you could beat from the girl. You were waiting for the old man to buy you off. But he didn't. He didn't give me a cent. Then what were you so happy about when you got out of the car? Who says I was... Hey, hey, what are you doing? Searching you. I'm going to find out how much you took him for. Oh, lay off, will you? You've got no right to... Hey, that's my wallet. You mean this is Exhibit A. Cash transactions aren't as safe as you think. What's the matter, wise guy? Did a surprise when you opened that wallet? Yeah. I guess he didn't pay you off in cash. Cost nuts. Give me an I.O.U.
Mr. Barnett. Yeah. This is Davy. What's wrong, Davy? It's off. The whole deal's off. What do you mean? Why? Because the fat man might catch on to it. How can he? As soon as he gets back here, I'll call him off the case. Well, it's too risky anyhow. Not if I leave the burglar alarm up. You know the combination of the safe and everything. That don't make any difference. I want to wait a while till the fat man fades out of the picture. But you can't wait, Davy. That big diamond won't be in the safe after tomorrow. What do you mean? Mrs. Cunningham only left it here for one night. You've got to take it now, or you'll just get the little stuff. Yeah, well, how do I know you're on the level? You know what I want, don't you? I want you to take your price and clear out of town. This way, I'll be sure of it. Yeah, what about me? How do I know you won't squeal? Because I'm in it as much as you are. If I open my mouth, the insurance company will have me arrested. Okay, Mr. Barnett. I'll be there tonight. But if you double-cross me, Mr. Barnett, I'm warning you. I'll kill your daughter. But, Davy. Uh, did you hear that, Mr. Runyon? More, Salad. You're taking an awful chance, Mr. Barnett. Why? You'll catch him before he gets out of the store, won't you? I don't know. I don't know if a deal like this is ethical. Is Davy ethical? No. But you're helping him commit a crime so you can catch him. And you're luring him into it with somebody else's diamond. What else can I do? He wanted $5,000 in cash to give up seeing my daughter. That's quite a price. With no guarantee either. This way, I, I can be sure. Well, I hope you're right, Mr. Barnett. Because if it doesn't work out, you're setting your daughter up for murder. Out of the cellar now, Mr. Williams. I've locked up the store and all the shades are down. Good. Let's take care of the front door and I'll turn off the lights after you go. Right. Wait a second. Where's the clerk? Bob Kelly? He left about ten minutes ago. What for? He said he had a date or something, so I let him go a little early. Was that wrong? No, I was just checking up. You better go now yourself, Mr. Barnett. Otherwise, it might look funny. All right. And don't forget to check on the cellar. I won't. Good luck, Mr. Williams. I'll be waiting home for your call. All right, now, Mr. Kenny. Suppose you come out from behind that counter. Why? How did you know I was here, Mr. Lindsay? Your overcoat is still hanging on the hook. What's the big idea? Well, I wanted to talk to you. Alone. Why? Because I... I know there's something funny going on. And I think Mr. Barnett's daughter is mixed up in it. Sure you aren't mixed up in it yourself? No. I just wanted to let you know that... Come on, come on, spit it out. Well, it's the burglar alarm, Mr. Runyon. It's been disconnected. That's all you wanted to tell me? Uh, yes. Well, don't let it worry you, Kenny. I know all about it. Oh. I thought Miss Barnett might be up to something, and I'd hate to see her get into any trouble. You're pretty fond of her, aren't you? Yes. I... I have been for a long time. That's why I was worried about the burglar alarm. I didn't know who cut the wires. Cut the wires? I thought you said they were disconnected. Well, it's the same thing, isn't it? No. I know about the switch being disconnected, but if the wires were cut, it means there's somebody else in on this deal. Quick, Annie. If you don't want anything to happen to Miss Barnett, get out to her house right away and see that she stays there. Don't let her out of your sight. But just go ahead. Do as I tell you. All right. I'll go, Mr. Runyon. I'll be there in 20 minutes. Well, I got That Barnett girl may know a lot more than... Hey! Hook up her light! Oh! <laughs> 
Come on, run in another whip of this and you'll be all right. Oh, my head. Yeah, you said it, brother. You've been out for over an hour. Where am I? Downstairs in the cellar of Barnett's store. Somebody cracked you in the noggin and dumped you in. Oh, what happened upstairs? Plenty. A fine detective you are, Runyon. Come on, come on. Was anything stolen? Everything. The place was gone over by an expert. What about the big diamond in the safe? That's gone, too. And who monkey with a burglar alarm, Brad? I don't know, but if Davey got away with those two, at least he won't bother the Barnett girl. The Barnett girl? Uh, what are you talking about? Uh, no, no, nothing, Mac. It's my head. Mr. Runyon! Mr. Runyon! Barnett! What's wrong? My daughter, Mr. Runyon. She's gone. Step on her back. If Davy's got that girl, we may never see her again. How do you know he's got her? Barnett said she took her own car. That doesn't mean she's in it now. She could have met him somewhere. Come on, we've got to get over to his apartment. What for? I've got a hunch his sister knows something about this job, and if she does... Call Lieutenant McKenzie. Uh, wait a second, something's coming in on the radio. Call for the two call Lieutenant McKenzie. Yeah, go ahead, Riley. We found that Barnett girl's car, Captain. All smashed up on River Drive. Only she wasn't in it. That kid David was killed at the wheel. Yeah, her car, all right. But I don't understand why he was driving it. Maybe the girl was with him when he crashed. I doubt it. I doubt if anybody could walk away from a wreck like this one. Do you mind if I look inside? Oh, Runyon, for Pete's sake, don't monkey around till the inspector gets there. The jewels haven't even been found yet. Maybe I'll find them if they're here. Well, they must be here. Davey wouldn't have been killed if he wasn't in such a hurry to get away with them. He was in a hurry, all right, but that isn't what killed him. He died before this car smashed up. Well, what do you mean? Come here and look. There are two bullet holes right through his head. <laughs> How do you know Davy's sister is home, Runyon? I don't, but we're going in the apartment just the same. Open up or I'll kick the door in. Just a moment, please. Hey, she is home. What's the matter? What's wrong? Well, look who's here, Mac. Barnett's daughter. Why didn't you open up right away, young lady? Why, well, Davy told me not to answer the door. When did you see Davy last, Miss Barnett? About an hour ago. I, I lent him my car. What for? He had an errand to do. Yeah, he had an errand, all right. Only you stopped him from doing it. Now, where are the jewels? What jewels? I don't know what you're talking about. Come on, come on, Miss Barnett. You know Davy robbed that store. You helped him do it. I didn't. Then why did you cut those wires on the burglar alarm? And why did you run away from home? I won't tell you. I'm not going to talk until I see Davy. Where is he? Right where you left him, young lady, after you shot him in the head. Shot? Is he hurt? He's dead. No. No, I don't believe it. Well, you ought to. You killed him. Stop it. Stop saying that. I was supposed to meet him right here. Yeah, well, he wasn't headed in this direction. We found him on the other side of town. You're lying. We were going to run away together after... After what? The robbery? Yes. Then you did know about it. Yes, but I didn't kill him. I didn't. I had no reason to. I don't know about that, Miss Barnett. I found a perfectly good motive right over there in that desk. Especially if you were in love with Davy. What did you find, Runyon? A wedding picture. That woman who called herself Davy's sister wasn't his sister at all. She was his wife. Ah, oh, we're getting nowhere fast, Runyon. Well, you can't expect to solve a murder by sitting in your office. Let's get out of here. Wait a minute. Yeah, Mackenzie speaking. Hello. Is Mr. Runyon there, please? I've got to talk to him. Yeah, for you, Brad. Thanks. Hello? Yeah? Who's this? 
Bob Kenny, the clerk at Mr. Barnett's store. Well, where have you been? I've been chasing all over town. I know who murdered Davy. What? I know where she is, too. On a train that leaves Grand Central Station in about an hour. Are you kidding? For heaven's sake, no. I'm at the station now. Come down here as soon as you can, Mr. Runyon. I'll be waiting for you at the information booth. Okay, my friend. We'll be right there. Keep talking, Kenny. Was this name about so high with red hair that plenty died? Yes. Well, that's Davy's sister, all right. I mean, uh, his wife. Well, how do you know she killed him, Kenny? I saw her do it. What? Remember when I left you tonight? I drove out to Miss Barnett's house. But the place was empty, so I started back for the store. Go on. Well, about halfway back, I noticed this girl standing on the corner of Cullen Street. For a second, I thought she was trying to hitch a ride. But a car came by... And just as it slowed up to turn, she pulled out a gun and fired a shot at the driver. You saw all this? I was right there in my car. I saw her fire the shot and everything. So what did you do? Well, I was kind of flustered, I guess. So I didn't do much but stay right where I was. But you saw the car smash up against the telephone. Oh, yes, I saw that all right. Then I saw the girl run to the car and take a black bag out of it. That's when I started to chase her. And you followed her here? Right to the ticket window. It's no good, Kenny. What do you mean? The story has got a flaw in it. Either you killed Davy, or you're trying to shield the real murderer by blaming it on somebody else. No. She's on that Chicago train, I tell you. Car 42B, compartment C. Stop the noise. You didn't see her kill Davy. Why not? Because Davy wasn't shot once, as you said he was. The killer put two bullet holes in his head. Hey, you really think we'll find her in this compartment, Runyon? Kenny said she was here, didn't he? Yeah, but you didn't believe him. That's why we had him arrested. Must have had some reason for wanting to leave us here. Let's find out what it is. Who is it? Conductor. Oh, all right. Oh, hey, you get your foot out of that door. Take it easy, baby. We want to talk to you. You've got a nerve busting in here. Cool off, cool off. His badge may not mean nothing to you, but mine does. Well, I haven't done anything. Neither are we yet. Search the room, Onion. What'd you expect to find? Hey, Sandy, that suitcase alone. Okay, sister, this isn't the one I'm looking for. It's a little black bag. Well, I haven't got it. You mean you got rid of it already? I don't know what you're driving at. You will when we find it. Rip that bird apart. I will not. Do you want me to do it? No, there's nothing in there, I tell you. Okay, baby, then I know where it is. Where? The upper bird. Hey, no, you don't. You leave that alone. Max. No, 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 for the murder of your husband, Dave Morey. God, don't be funny. Dave, is he dead? Isn't he? No, I'm supposed to meet him in Chicago tomorrow night. Well, the trip's been canceled. But if you want to keep your skirts out of the hot seat, honey, you better start spilling about these jewels. Where'd you get them? My lawyer will tell you. Come on, come on. If you won't talk, your lawyer won't be around where we'll take you. You want to be tried for murder or larceny? Neither. Dave gave me those stones. Before or after he died? Will you quit saying he's dead? You don't have to frighten me with a trick like that. I, I'll talk. Go ahead. When did you get this bag? Tonight. Right after Davy came out of the store. He, he handed them to me and took it on the lamb. Then how come the ring with a big stone isn't in this bag? What ring with a big stone? Are you kidding? If you were in this job with Davy, you must have known about the big stone. Well, I... Well, I did, but he didn't get it. You mean he was hauling out on you. That's why you killed him, for hauling out in the big stone. Oh, you crazy. Don't give me that. You were after that stone as much as he was. And when you found out he kept it for himself, you you went after him in your car and plugged him. No! He's right, Max. It couldn't have been that way. Why not? Because there wasn't time. 
She couldn't have found out about that big diamond until after she made a getaway. By that time, it was too late to shoot Davy. Well, I'm taking her in anyway. That's okay with me, but we won't find out who the murderer is until we find that big stone. What's the idea dragging me back here to the jewelry store, Runyon? I want to look at this safe. What for? Well, it's just possible there's a secret compartment in here that... Huh? What is it? Somebody's coming up those cellar stairs. Quick, get behind the counter. Hey, can you see who it is? Yeah. Why not? He's going over to that safe. Hey, maybe there is a secret compartment. Hear that? He turned something on the inside. Grab him, Runyon. He's got the ring. Just a minute, Mr. Barnett. Runyon. That's right. Stay where you are till I get there. And don't move your hands. All right, Mr. Barnett. I'll take that ring now. Why, I haven't got it. Don't be a chump. We just saw you take it out of there. You must be mistaken. Look, my, my, my hands are empty. Not as empty as you want me to think. You stole that diamond, Barnett. Why? What do you mean? You just put it back in the safe. Well, I, I was just keeping it for Mrs. Cunningham. I, I didn't want David to get it. I know you didn't want David to get it, Mr. Barnett. But you weren't keeping it for anybody but yourself. You can't prove that. Yes, I can. You hit me on the head last night so that Davey would get away. And be blamed for the diamond you stole. What? Don't you understand? He didn't want Davy to be caught with the goods because it would prove that Davy never took the diamond. You're a thief, Mr. Barnett. That's a lie. It better not be. Because you wanted Davy to get away, that proves you're not the murderer. Look, Mr. Kenny, if you ever want to get out of this cell, you better come clean. I've told you all I know, Mr. Lane. You've told us more than you know. You didn't see Davy's wife fire those shots. But you did see her steal a black bag out of the wrecked car, didn't you? Yes. She was reaching in through the window as I drove up. Then she got those jewels after the car was wrecked. Which means Davy didn't want to cut her in on the robbery, and she killed him for the running out on her. Huh? I told you she killed him. Yeah. But you told us a phony story. Why? So, Miss Barnett wouldn't be blamed for the murder. Miss Barnett, that's all I wanted to know, Kenny. That's all I wanted to know. getting into trouble, and getting out of it. But at the same time, I generally manage to get some other people in and out of trouble, too. He's seeing you again. Go on. Welcome back. That ending was abrupt. It was so abrupt, I actually had to think about whether the episode had actually ended or if uh, the end of the episode was missing and somebody uh, pasted on the end from another episode. However, this is about the same length as other episodes, so I don't think there's uh, probably anything... Uh, really missing from it, but it is definitely a very abrupt way to end it. So I do think that the solution is clear that the jewel thief's wife is the one who committed the crime. 
Well, listener comments and feedback now. We have a comment here from Chris. Uh, Chris writes in on Facebook. Did they only have one female voice actor in the first few episodes? Seems like uh, as time went on, they got more and more voice actors. Well, thanks so much for the question. You know, it's really hard for me to tell. Uh, there are a couple of factors here. First of all, since this is an Australian uh, radio drama, uh, none of the actors are actually familiar to me, so you, you don't have an immediate identification. Then the sound quality isn't the best, and then the actors are trying to, uh, uh, trying to perform accents that aren't their own. I would say that having one female uh, performer play all of the female parts would not tend to be a best practice in the Australian radio episodes I heard. But like I said, uh, sound quality and uh, all those other factors, not able to say 100% for sure. Well, now it's time to thank our Patreon supporter of the day. And I want to go ahead and thank Tammy. Tammy's been one of our Patreon supporters since December 2015, currently supporting us at the Detective Sergeant level of $7.14 or more per month. Well, that'll do it for today. If you are enjoying this podcast, be sure to rate and to review it wherever you get your podcast downloaded from. And... Uh, Join us back here tomorrow for The Man Called X, and then next Tuesday, another episode of The Fat Man. In the meantime, I do encourage you to check out our Instagram page over at instagram.com slash greatdetectives, and uh, follow us on Twitter at Radio Detectives from Boise, Idaho. This is your host, Adam Graham, signing off.